The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters, Schlock Abuse Edition. Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> I gave you a good one, didn't I? Oh, define good. <laughs> <laughs> well, a good bad. Not even a good bad. But it was a challenge. Uh, in any case. Yeah. <laughs> I am the Groots. F.U. Hunter. And we are going to get into the movie I assigned for you, which is... Um, mercenaries mercenaries yeah when did it come out oh man 2014 okay now i can tell you exactly why this movie was made all right okay so 2010 sylvester stallone grabbed all of these 80s action heroes or slight action heroes yeah like schwarzenegger and Dolph Lundgren. I don't know how much you could say he was an 80s action hero, but, you know... Oh, whoever, he definitely was. Whoever he could grab, right? And he pretty much was like, let's make a movie with everybody, just pile it in. And the movie did business. They made a second one, they made a third one. Well, someone at Asylum <laughs> Studios was like, oh shit, let's do the same thing. Except we don't have the money to get... Let's do a female version of this. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't have the money to get the top female action stars. So let's see what the budget can get. And let's make a movie like that. And that's Mercenaries. Because, So yeah. they didn't get Charlize Theron. No. No. no they didn't get Char- but probably the biggest person they have is Zoe Bell. I love Zoe Bell. Yeah, Zoe Bell. That's... That's... She's... Top bill in this because after she's that, she's such a badass. I would legit cut off my pinky finger <laughs> to have a date with her. And she look of this movie. She is the best part of this movie. Nice because she's got her shit together, but they combined her with other actresses that. Uh, so they have Vivian Fox, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. She was awesome at Kill Bill. Yeah. Kill Bill, it's been a little while. You know when you watched The Expendables? Yeah. And you didn't realize how long it had been since you had seen Dolph Lundgren till you saw The Expendables? Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, it's been a long time since Rocky IV, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. The same real. thing happens with this when you see uh, Vivian Fox and you go, oh yeah, Kill Bill came out in the early 2000s. Because, um... Yeah. Yeah, it's been a little rough. They wanted, like, a Linda Hamilton-type chick. And they're like, okay, we... All right, Linda Hamilton was in Terminator and Terminator 2. She's a little too old. How about the chick that played the Terminator Terminator 3? Okay, she's not doing anything. (laughs) There you go. So they couldn't get Linda Hamilton... But they could get the chick that was in one of the Terminator movies. What's her name? Christiana Loken or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think she was in Blood Rain also. Oh, yeah, she the, was in Blood she Rain. She was in a couple... That was an Uwe Boll movie. Yeah, I was it? about to say. So <laughs> she's probably a little more familiar with... <laughs> yeah, she needs to work, probably. 
the fourth mate because it's four. They, they you know they yeah. they got four main ones, but Fox Force Four. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, was this Asian uh, chick? But I couldn't really. I looked at her credits, and there's nothing that really jumps out. She, you know, appeared in the Buffy series and a bunch of like, oh, wasn't, shows. Oh, it wasn't Lucy Liu. No, no, no. It wasn't uh, Bai Ling. No, nobody. Yeah. I kept expecting, oh, she was in this. But I looked at her credits and, like, there's nothing that really stands <laughs> out. So, um, she was one of the cheerleaders in Bring It On and... Oh, my. Yeah. That's about it. There's not really anything, but she's also in this. Okay. <laughs> so, let's just throw this out there. Alright, so you cut to opening scene President's daughter they're in some random country almost like the opening to Iron Man where she's in the SUV and then you got the military escort in front and behind and she's driving she's like, we've got to bring up she's on the phone and she was trying to bring attention to human trafficking and like all this messed up stuff these you know warlords are doing in these countries so right. i'm guessing she's in some undisclosed country that's having issues with warlords taking over right. and stuff like that well just like iron man what do you, what happens they get ambushed and they capture the president's daughter oh shit and we see who's behind this the warlord of this terrorist group is Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte Nielsen? Yep. Is the warlord? Yep. Yep. Kind of threw you off a little bit because you're like, you see, you, you see it, and then she comes out, and in all of her glorious, bad, broken English, she's like, you are now my captive now. And you're like, oh, God. So wait, a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, <laughs> yes. buxom B-movie starlet. Yeah. Is later the, in her career again. Later, yeah. Again, it's weird. I just I'm gonna go bring it back to Rocky Four. But you remember Rocky Four? Yeah, that was a while ago. But and she's the leader of a Middle East terrorist organization. I don't even know if they're Middle East. They just kind of say somewhere because it looks Middle East kind of territory. But then they might be Eastern European. Okay, uh, it's. Uh. It's really hard to tell. I'll be honest. They just say, we're not going to be very specific. They're just bad guys, and they speak a different, different language. They're bad guys in a bad place. Yeah. And they're 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 wrecking shit. So okay. she kidnaps the president's daughter, and then the next thing you know, cuts to random military headquarters, and there's a video of her pretty much showing that she's got the president's daughter in she's gonna hold her for ransom and she wants help overthrowing a government and then she wants to be put in place as the leader of the government and of course is in every action movie or 24 episode the president will never negotiate with terrorists they don't do that you can't do that yeah this whole movie by the way is just a badly written 24 script it's the best (laughs) way i could put it all right so you have and this is where you get another flashback person. I guess she was like, I'll be in this movie, but I'm not going to do any of the action sequences. But Cynthia Rothrock. Dude, she is fucking awesome. I know. But she has no action in this. She's just the They pers- didn't put her in any action? No. She can whoop more ass than anybody except I... for maybe Zoe Bell. Yeah. 
No, she's really just in it to. She's talking to the head, the military guy who's watching the ransom video, and she and he's like, "Shit, what do we know about this person?" Because Brigitte Nielsen is talking in making all the demands, and we're like, what we know about her is barely anything, but we do know that she hates men, and she barely trusts women, but she really hates men. We won't be able to infiltrate her her organization with men. <laughs> That we know for sure. And then okay. he goes, well, damn, it's a bad time. The military doesn't have any qualified women in it. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and in this scenario, apparently the U.S. military has zero women ready to go in a covert operation. That they're, they're out of luck. Oh, it's man. all men. It's a man-filled army. So this is a... F- this is a female-centric movie that completely <laughs> says, fucking yeah. is sexist towards yeah. me. Pretty much the, the general goes, well, we're all out of women. We're all out of women. Uh, we don't have any women officers. And you're like, wait, what? And that's when uh, Cynthia Rothrock's like, don't worry. I've got it covered. And then a la, like, Fast and Furious and, I guess, Armageddon, you just go <laughs> out of the usual spots and she heads to prison and she finds her group that she's gonna find oh and apparently they're all in the same prison which is really convenient it's not a military prison by the way it's just a prison but we cut to her pretty much showing up she talks to zoe bell she's like i got a mission you know got this stuff going on and then there's a dude with her that tases each person she talked to as she's talking to them. So they knock him out. So she tells them about the mission. I don't know if they necessarily agree to it. And then they knock her out. So she goes to one part of the prison, talks to Zoe Bell, knocks her out. Then Vivica Fox knocks her out. Then T3 Chick knocks her out. So they all wake up in this random room. <laughs> and she tells, like, look, here's the deal. President's daughter's been kidnapped. We need all four of y'all to go to this country, infiltrate this organization, get the president's daughter, get her out. And they're like, well, uh, and and of course, each one of them is like, no, let's be like, all right, we'll send you back to prison. And then she breaks down why each of them went to prison, which also shows the skills that each of them has because the T3 chick is a um, expert sniper who um, almost killed her ex-husband who was cheating on her almost. And she did that on purpose. She said, but you missed. And she's like, I meant to miss. And you're like, okay, whatever. And then the Asian girl is a demolition <laughs> expert who blew up somebody or something. Um, Vive Fox is um, a weapon trained by the military that got unleashed and couldn't stop. That couldn't. That's about where they <laughs> they go. They don't even really know her origins. And then Zoe Bell is right just there. your oh, old school. I can take a, anything and make it a weapon. Covert ops, you know, chick. Well. She presents them, and they're like, I guess we'll do it. She's like, good. And then well, she, I mean, they realize what? they're not in a room. They're already on the plane flying to the mission. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, what were pardons on the table? I if guess. They, if they, if they yeah. succeed, I guess? Sort of, yeah, maybe. Oh, my God. But she, after she talks, she's like, and they're all like, I guess we're in. She's like, good. And then it reveals like this this um, behind them, this thing gets lifted up, and they're, they're in a plane, and they realize, yeah, all right, well, let's take off. So they fly them to this country and they get them set up. 
and the next thing you know, they're they're issuing out each person's own weapons uh-huh. and explaining again in case the audience couldn't put two and two together about wh- how they got put in jail. Here's some explosives for you, and here's your sniper weapon, and like, and you're like, yes, we remember from ten minutes earlier, but right. just to emphasize, like, each girl has, each woman has their own set task, and that's again, like the uh, what they talk about Pulp Fiction, <laughs> you know. So this is a cheaper version of Fox Force Five because they couldn't afford a yeah. fifth. Fox Force 4. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then a la Escape from New York, they um, put microchips in them. Ah. Uh. But then tell them that they could be explosives, but then they were just messing with them. It's not explosive in there. It's just it's just so we know where you are. You're like, okay. Which okay. never comes up that I can remember Again? in the rest of the movie. <laughs> at any time. And there's times where the other characters are captured and... Yeah, they never send anybody help. So, you then get set up your mission, and they want to get a little comic relief. So they have the um, Yakov Smirnov um, character, the guy, the Russian guy with the bad English that has you know terrible jokes. Oh god! Jo- yeah, and you're like, stop. Luckily, he's only in it for like five minutes, transporting them to where they're supposed to go. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> god damn it, I'm trying to go through this thing. Um, you get a scene where they're in one town and they get tech and then I realize something. There's probably only about 40 minutes of actual movie in here. And then another 30 minutes of slow motion action. Because whenever the action sequences happen, except for Zoe Bell, and especially with Vivier Fox, it's all in slow motion <laughs> every time because they get ambushed at some point and Vivian Fox is her thing is two guns a la John Woo and so of course she jumps out of the car slow motion with the two guns and I was like oh man and then later in the movie there's another thing that's slow motion with and I'm just like oh my god oh man yeah so they uh, meet up with I guess another operative that's supposed to be helping them out that I am drawing a blank on at the moment, but pretty much she sets them up to hijack this truck that's transporting stuff that's supposed to go to the Brigitte Nielsen evil organization. So it's they pretty much come up with this plan and the snipers up the roof to divert the truck from going one way to another by shooting out a tire so it, it can't go on one road. And then everybody has their skill, you know, <laughs> and they take over the truck and they pop over the truck and realize that it's got gold and two missiles in it. Gold and yeah. missiles. And by the way, we're not talking about like some heavy duty truck. It's like a UPS truck. They just took the UPS off of it. <laughs> so we're not talking about like a heavy artillery vehicle. Literally, like they, you could tell the budget on this was they shot a lot of it on some lot because the scenery right. doesn't really change um, or they had a road that they were able to use because there's, again, not a lot of um, wide, diverse areas in this movie. I'd be curious to see where they actually shot this movie because a lot of times these movies are shot in I would East say Arizona. I would, no, I would say this is probably Arizona, somewhere like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
that's what I was wondering. Like, in, you know, if it was domestic, trying to make it look like somewhere else. But, uh, yeah, I mean. And you just don't know because everybody, it's different nationalities. <laughs> like, it's, they just kind of just, all right, throw everybody in and we're working for Dot. Like, they just, whatever random made-up country you want to make up. So, were there, like, pissing contests between the different, like, girls on the team? Oh, oh yeah, there's very snarkiness throughout because oh. you have to have that. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, again, sure. I mean. Expandable, expendables. You have that back and forth thing. Sure, yeah. You gotta have it with this, and you so got there's all the always males little, there. Yeah, you you, know. you gotta have those little nudges. So yeah, throughout the entire movie, there are little disses and whatever. But you uh, mentioned that Zoe Bell's action sequences were the only ones that weren't slowed down. Yeah, there's a few that they slow down, but for the most part, she she legitimately beats up a bunch of motherfuckers. Well, she does that well. Yeah. And that's her forte. And I've seen a couple of, like, the the B-genre movies that she's been in that are not great movies, but she still fucking delivers. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, she's the best part of this piece of shit movie. I'm gonna have to watch it at least once. <laughs> um, one obnoxious thing, by the way, is um, the way they cut scenes is they freeze a shot and then put it into a comic book panel and then almost like go to the next comic panel down the way and then reopen the scene like a fucking it was weird like a tv show yeah not that this is based on a comic has anything to do with the comic but yeah literally it'll be like zoe bell talking and then she'll freeze for a second and it'll like be a like a cart like a comic book panel yeah and then it'll fill into this imaginary comic and go to a couple more panels, and then later on in the movie. Were they thinking of, like, expanding uh, I, the universe I, into an actual graphic novel? I don't know. And, and, and marketing that alongside or something? Look, I'm a huge comic book nerd, and I've never heard of... I mean, this if this was based on a comic, it's not one that did very well. Let's just say <laughs> that, all right? Um but yeah, so they pretty much roll up the truck, and their two things are is that they're gonna say, "Hey, look, these motherfuckers were going to steal, like, you know, like take your shit." We stop them. Also, um, the Asian girl they have that's part of the team actually is connected to somebody that's high up in the Chinese government. So they use her as a fake prisoner, and they're like, "Hey, we got missiles and gold, and this person." that they can work out. And of course, they figured out a way to fake her information as they checked it out so to think that she's actually this person that she's not. But right. it's to get her into the same area as the president's daughter. So nice. that way... Right. Yep. Yep. Because she's the explosion expert. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get her in there and then you find out you can't put her in a cell. She's an explosions expert. She's got many little MacGyver shit all over her to fucking blow up a door. Right, yeah, yeah, true. So, That's how uh, it works. So, Brigitte Nielsen decides, all right, y'all cool. Um, the handshake handshake deal with Zoe Bell, so they're in, right? Sweet, here we go. So then there's this weird thing where Brigitte Nelson's like, let me show you the whole organization. So they go through the factory, and they walk through one area, and it's just a bunch of dudes, like, setting up stuff, and, and it, it's vest. She goes, this is my my suicide vest department. We make these and then sell them to terrorists. 
And you're like, what? And she's like, don't be near a shopping ball anytime soon. And you're like, okay, what the fuck? She, and she's, oh my God. she's profiting on making the suicide vest for terrorist organizations. And you're like, oh, well, she's bad. You already know she's bad because she's kidnapped the president's daughter on top right. of everything else. And she's yeah. getting missiles of gold. I mean, there's so many bad guy things. It's just an abundance. And then went, just in case you're really not sure how bad she is. As she, then she walks down, she's like, and this area is where I keep women as I human, I do human traffic. And you're like, of course, just add that to it. And of course, on top of everything so she's else. Not, she's definitely not a she, feminist in any way. She puts her toe kind of in a bunch of different bad guy <laughs> areas. And one of them is, yeah, making suicide vests. And another one is human trafficking, you know, yeah. Yeah, I don't so, trust men, but yeah, I'm still going to sell not, women. Yeah, she's not really a feminist. She, <laughs> But she trusts women more than men, even though she sells them on the black market. So um, then there's this weird random scene where it's just her and Zoe Bell. The other members of the gang have gone to uh, branched off, you know, to figure out how to do what they need to do. And they're talking. And then there's a very almost lesbian suggestive scene with Brigitte Nielsen and Zoe Bell where... She's moving in, they're talking, she's drinking, it gets real close, and then it cuts to somebody else. And you're like, um, was that about to happen? What What? What, what just happened? Uh, and then you get to Vivica Fox playing cards with these guys, and they said she was cheating, and then, again, and then it queues up, she goes for her guns. In normal speed, and as soon as she touches those guns, slow motion again. She kicks, the, she shoots the two guys next to her, kicks over the table, slow motion, flips over the table. Not her, by the way. Lands on the other guy, <laughs> puts the guns there, and then it cuts back to T3 chick taking out the surveillance guy. Who then Zoe Bell gets the thing right before Brigitte Nelson's about to kiss her. She takes a bottle, knocks her over the head. So the plan's so, working out perfectly. I, I I just need to ask. I know you didn't do this, but <laughs> when Vivica A. Fox flipped over the table, and it definitely was a stunt actor. Yeah, not did her, I pause it? Did you pause it to see if it was Zoe Bell? Oh, no! In blackface? No. No, I, 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 I would hope they didn't do that. Or maybe it was her, and they just harnessed her to just have her do it in regular speed. That would have looked really fucking awkward, and then slowed it down. I, I, I truly hope that Zoe Bell's career is not in that place. Uh, I don't Cause know. Because I love that woman. Yeah. God damn it. I don't know if you should see this then, because this might upset you, because this is not a good movie. Well, so. I, I, I can watch this. I could get through it. But then I would have to immediately watch the second half of Death Proof and watch her in the greatest goddamn car stunt yeah i've ever seen yeah that you'd have the death proof to get with the, her get on this the fucking out of there. front of that front now of i will, I will say oh my god there are, are a couple of lines that are just goofy as shit that i did write down okay uh t3 check before she takes out the guy watching surveillance she brings in um a bottle of champagne and a couple glasses and they're like look hey let's have some fun and then she wants to do a toast she goes two nipples because without them titties would be pointless and then knocks the motherfucker out. And I was like, I don't know why she said that, but bravo. Okay, cool. That sounds like a good one-liner. Yeah. Um, so they figure out where the daughter is. Um, the uh, one chick 
that was supposed to be captive um, uses her MacGyver skills, blows the door off. They get the daughter out. Everything's looking really fucking good. And then, dun, dun, dun. Oh, shit. There's a betrayal. Fox is working for the other side. Oh, yeah. So she fucking ratted them out oh, this whole time. Damn. So their plan goes to shit. And a couple uh, T3 and the Asian girl get captured. And Zoe Bell's running with the president's daughter. And they're on the top of this roof. And uh, Regine Nelson fucking shoots her. And Zoe Bell falls to what we would think would be her death. But we know that couldn't be her death. Because it's Zoe Bell. She's going to fucking survive that shit. No, no. She's going to be like, I'm okay. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> she doesn't land on the ground. She lands on this truck. Which conveniently, the truck is leaving and drives off and she's just on the truck and none of the bad guys are like hey we should stop that truck and make <laughs> sure she's dead they're just like yeah she's dead I see blood she's dead so yeah so then we get to where Zoe Bell is like it's just me and this is where yeah this is where this is the Groots movie because oh. that's when she's like alright I got everybody else is captured or you know traitors bitches so yep. here we go so she pretty much is making her way through the town that's near the organization and is like, I'm just going to fuck up everybody here and make my way back into the headquarters. So she fucks up, goddamn, uh, like at least, I don't know, 15, 16 dudes on the way, yeah, straight oh, up, like shit. neck snapping, fucking smashing their head into shit. It's, it's The best part of the movie is those 10 minutes of her just beating motherfuckers' asses. There's a, actually a scene, too, where some dude rolls up and he's got like two machine guns, right? And, and Zoe Bell's like, Oh fucking hell! And she just shoots him in the head. Like it's almost like almost like a Range of the Lost Ark scene yeah, where the dude with a knife, where this dude, this big motherfucker with two machine guns, is walking up. And she's like, ah, oh, fuck that! And just shoots him in the head. Like I, like you were <laughs> expecting her to like have some kind of all-out gun battle. Nope, nope. Just take him out. Nice. Yeah. So, um, oh, there's a line also that um, so the Asian girl that's part of the team is chained up with T3 girl, and Brigitte Nelson walks over and says. She's like, you know the problem with Chinese food? Too much MSG, not enough salt, as she puts salt on the girl's face. And I'm like, wow, that's some kind of fuck racist bullshit. Is <laughs> yes. that? Like, goddamn. <laughs> so just, and that's like, and then the other line that I just want to throw out there real quick is that, so Zoe Bell helps free her rest of her team, and T3 girl is fighting with, I guess, the main henchman, that's the the top dude that works for uh, Brigitte, mm-hmm. and he's fighting her, and and he says to her, "My mommy had blonde hair too. Time to die, mommy." And you're like, "What?" what? So he's going through some weird mommy issue things. He's fighting T three chick. Oh my god! Yeah, and literally that's <laughs> the dialogue I I wrote down. My mommy had blonde hair too. Time to die, mommy. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. god. Eventually she defeats him. She gives he was the one kind of mainly working with the human trafficking shit. So she frees all the chicks that were in all the other cells. This one chick who watched her sister die, hands her a pair of obnoxiously huge um, shears, in which she goes into the room where that dude's now chained up, and you hear snip, 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 and him screaming, pretty much and saying, 
first thing happened, that dude got his dick cut off. So, well, you know, bound to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So, uh, some shit goes down. They pretty much, you've got now Vivica Fox, Brigitte Nielsen, which I never thought I'd say that statement, um, running out of the headquarters with the president's daughter. Zoe Bell gets all the rest of her team together. They're like, all right, we know where they're going. They're going to go to this random ass church a la again John Woo with the like I was waiting for there was no doves in this it's about yeah. the only thing they didn't steal <laughs> from fucking John Woo in this shit but Zoe Bell fucking they're in this church and they're trying to figure out what to do and Zoe Bell's like alright I, 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 I got a plan so she rolls up in the church where uh, Brigitte Nelson and Vigo Fox are with the do- and she's got explosives on her and she's like give me the daughter or I kill us all and you're like, oh, man, this could be a tense scene. What's going to happen? But they're like, she's bluffing. She's like, am I bluffing? And she's about to pull the trigger. And like, all right, just go ahead and give it to her. I was like, wow. Most movies you don't have the bad guy just go, eh, I guess it's, yeah, I don't want to die. So send him to her. And they literally give her the president's daughter. And then they jump into a car and <laughs> drive off. And, of course, the bad guys are chasing him and shit like that. And <laughs> there's the slowest car chase scene I've ever seen because they're make, trying to make to this plane so they can get the fuck out of this country. And, of course, you have your henchmen cars behind them. And I swear to God, they're driving, like, maybe five, five to ten miles per hour. Oh, my. And trying to make it seem like these high-impact, like, scenes... But they're not. Like, you could, you could tell they're only driving five miles per hour. And you're just like, really? Like, uh, come I on. know you guys were slowing shit down, but this is in regular speed. So we know they're only driving, like, ten miles an hour and at so the most. And Bell was on the hood of a Dodge Challenger yeah, no. going 60 miles an hour. Yeah, no, no, no. no not this happening is, in this? No. Yeah, and I guess what it was is they rented out, <laughs> like, an airstrip. Yeah. But it was only like a mile long. So, all right. So we'd either just keep going in circles or just drive really slow and film oh, these scenes. No. Yeah. So then they eventually they get on the plane and there's a final battle. I'll be honest. I kind of zoned out the very end because it's all very generic. Like, it's very much. Again, Expendables meets 24, but written in this weird, dumb way. So, yeah. Um, I suggest watching it just fast forward till, like, the last maybe half hour so you can see Zoe Bell beat some motherfucker's ass. All right. Uh, besides that, there is not really that many redeeming qualities to this movie. It's just, I mean, it's Asylum. So you know the budget wasn't that big. Yeah. It's very, very, very generic. There's parts that made me laugh. Again, every time Brigitte Nielsen would talk and the you know, and try to seduce Zoe Bell or to talk <laughs> shit to motherfuckers or be, right. you know, sort of racist. Like that that was kind of funny. Um, but overall, man, this was a big pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. I would really, really love an actual like Fox Force Five style. Seriously, movie. like, and that's the thing. This, you knew this wasn't going to be that. Well, but yeah, obviously, you could yeah. maybe up the game a little bit. Get Charlie's Throne. Get like shit. The one person to take from this, fucking Zoe Bell. Throw her with Charlie's Throne and Absolutely. fuck you know I, I a couple other and just make an actual fucking badass covert operations movie like that. That yeah. would be good. Absolutely. This yeah. was not. 
<laughs> that would be so fucking amazing if they actually did a serious version of this movie. Yeah. Like a big budget. Yeah. I'd be down. And again, just someone just write better dialogue and setups. and Yeah. Uh, again, this movie had a very, very basic plot. They tried to go a few different ways. And the biggest thing is, I know the screenwriter was right. He's like, all right, so we're going to get about about halfway or more into this movie and that's when we get the Vive Fox betrayal and here you go that's a big twist and like it doesn't matter and you don't care and it's... I don't know any of the people that did anything on this movie however I guarantee you the it was a dude that wrote this script oh yeah no I looked at it yeah it's all dudes yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah <laughs> it's all yeah there's not any I mean and, and again some of the dialogue and just adding the human trafficking part to it and no women in the military it's so a weird fucking movie yeah ah fuck that <laughs> so that was uh yeah that was definitely a schlock abuse uh, I'll give you that so. yeah yeah alright well I'll I'll get to it at one point yeah <laughs> I don't know when but I will cause I love Zoe Bell that's and the only reason to watch this movie I will legit watch any shitty movie she's in I'll watch the good ones too, but yeah. like, she's been in some like shitty movies. But, damn. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> mm. Then watch portions of this movie. I will. All right, so let's wrap this motherfucker up. I guess. What else we got? Working on full episodes. As always, give us feedback. Um, we have our page on Facebook, Beautiful Disasters. You can always check out the episodes. We're on most streaming sites, iTunes, Spotify. Just hit our back catalog. Shit, I don't even know how many episodes. We have full-length episodes plus the schlock abuse. Yeah, we're in the 40s now. Man, look at that. Yeah, I so, know, right? Um, it's crazy. But we have multiple, you know, usually the full ones we have guests on. We we literally watch the movie and then talk about it after. And the schlock abuse where we keep that individual to ourselves, you force me to watch some piece of shit i force you to watch some piece of shit yeah no it's good it's good this is this is a good relationship yeah yeah i i do i do enjoy the uh schlock abusive relationship every once in a while i'll say fucking groots but yeah yeah no it it's a little i mean it's supposed to be abusive yeah but it's it's fun abusive yeah that's right you know yeah we still smile at the end this but. honestly should have owned this movie honestly could have been your schlock views because as I'm realizing how much you fucking <laughs> worship Zoe Bell yes. seeing her in a shit movie like this would have been kind of torturous but whatever I will say one thing about the concept behind this movie that there is a really actually good movie about the president's daughter getting uh, kidnapped uh, in it, it's actually a David Mamet written and directed movie called Spartan. Oh yeah, Val yeah. Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer went before we went the ways of McGruber. Val yes, Kilmer. Yeah, exactly. Um, fucking fantastic movie. Oh yeah. And uh, so, if you want to see something that's actually good, <laughs> that has a similar plot, that's the movie to watch. Yes. But um. Let's wrap this up. We, uh, you know where to find us on Facebook and uh, www.gypodcast.com has all the great shows on the network. Absolutely, and uh, check out uh, T Public for all of our uh, network designs, including ours. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back into that. Yeah, at another time. <laughs> 
But uh, yes, uh, so I've been the Groot. Have you honor? Thanks for listening. GUIPodcast.com. <laughs>